Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Podcast with Melanie Dawn, Jen Anderson, and Tanya Ryan. Well, I'm really excited to to be here with you today, Jen, because we're we, it's just you and I, and yeah. and we're I get to I get to interview you because I have some questions for you and your magical expertise. I'm actually like so excited for this, and I'm like ready. I hope they're hard questions because you well, go deep, and I love that about you. Just so you know, like I absolutely that was like my main attraction to Tanya, (laughs) the ability to go deep and not just stay surface level and not hold back on any thoughts or questions ever. I like seriously admire that in you. Oh, you're, you're a gem. I was, we might have to do a two-parter then because I kind of want, I want there to be like sort of this natural progression because, okay. So if anyone doesn't know Jen, I consider, I'm going to tell Jen or tell you all what I consider Jen to be. And then she can fill in what maybe she actually feels she is. But I feel like Jen is kind of the epitome of the like master of money and manifesting and money mindset and money limiting beliefs and breaking money limit beliefs, breaking old habits, breaking patterns, becoming a aware of patterns and all this stuff as it pertains to creating avenues of money in your life and especially ease around money. So that's kind of like how I see you. So that's what I want to kind of like focus on today. And I think that this is like a really good time of year to be talking about this because I think that we're all in this sort of like goal mindset where we're kind of thinking about what we want for this year. And then like low key on the like nerdy astrology front, we're moving into a Taurus North node, which has like, is very facilitating for creating tangible, uh, financial security, like the physical items around you. When is this? Um, I love we're, it. We're, I think we're in it. I'd have to look because, yeah, again, I'm, my astrology is like something I'm developing, but I know. I, love um, it. I think it's so cool, though. But I'm pretty sure, I think it's 18 months. Like, it's like the next 18 months. Oh, like, my, you're so big. Like, not like an 18 hour window or something. No, it's, it's a big window. So, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. And if it's, <laughs> If it's not 18 months, it's, it's, it's at least a year. So I think it goes over a year, but I, I think it goes into 2023. So yeah, no. Th- so it's kind of like this, this theme of the year is that we're moving into, um, it's also, there's some like themes around food, but anyways, it's very like, um, Next episode, uh, I want to hear. Can we just do it like a monthly astrology? We should, I would we, love to hear it from you because I've tried like so many different avenues with that. And I don't know if anybody can relate, but like I'm fascinated by it. But then I'm like so freaking overwhelmed by it when I start to look at it. It's so overwhelming. Maybe I will have to dabble enough and try to kind of do my own sort of crass approach to it because um, definitely I, I keep referring people to the wild sky sisters. I'm like, they know what's happening. I and they're only... amazing and I love them, but still sometimes I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Understand. I feel like a toddler that's learning English and they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and I want to so bad. I do feel like a frustrated toddler sometimes, you know, when kids like cats articulate oh, it is absolutely. that they want like that's your life right now I'm sure but that's how I feel like with like really well-versed astrologists 
Do you know my kid, my kid's teaching me about that though, because my kid is, he's um, approaching two. And so he, and he just started really using language a lot more like using words. And I've actually been like observing just how he's learning. And I'm like, I am going to copy this learning strategy because he just, he looks for any opportunity to practice his new word or his new, like the, you know, and he'll like, he'll try again and again, like, Oh, like, you know, um, like I, he just learned the word shirt. And so he, also is understanding that I wear a shirt and he wears a shirt and dad wears a shirt. So he'll go around to like, not, you know, consecutively, but he'll go around to each person being like shirt, that's a shirt. And I'm like, yes, you are correct. That is a shirt. Like, well done. And, um, anyways, so I'm like, I think that this is how we need to like apply ourselves in all learning situations. So like the astrology thing, it's, it is huge and it is like learning a language and just like learning a language. We need to like, we need repetition and we need, possibility or opportunities to like break, like, so this is me calling out, like going like, Oh, this is a great time to chat with you because North nodes in Taurus. Like, so it's like, that's me going shirt. Sure. <laughs> There's a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I like, love I, it. I'm going to get this. Like I'm, I'm going to do it. I will be a practice participant of that at any point. <laughs> so I know today we're, we're on like kind of a time budget. So I, I also know, um, the, or I also feel like maybe we'll make this a two-parter because we might, have kind of like multiple parts we want to get into. So where I want to start with you is I want to start with the person who is unfamiliar with manifesting money. Like I want to kind of start at the start. So maybe we'll get the, some, I do have one actually, because just like we were saying, sometimes when you know that word shirt, you forget that other people don't know the word shirt. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And this is, this for someone is a new language, like manifesting money, even though I think we've all dabbled, like, of course, right. If you're in like the spiritual realm, you have been, you know, playing with the idea of manifestation. Um, but I, I think that there, especially with money, there can be such blocks that come out. And I mean, you're the expert on that for sure. Um, so I guess (laughs) my first question is where, if I didn't know anything, like, where would I start manifesting like where how how if i was like brand new i'm like a little teeny tiny snowball you're gonna build me up into a snowman but like where would i like what's the best way to kind of start so the first manifesting money to keep in the forefront of your mind is to know that we are manifesting all of the time whether we're aware of it or not and for some time like for myself at moments that was really overwhelming because i was like oh shit I, i brought that into my life that really sucks when i started thinking about that but it doesn't come in like, uh, oh, I wanted my child to fall off their bike and get hurt. We never are thinking about that. But like the frequency of vibrations was probably chaotic in my life. And then it added some more chaos into my life. But for like simple terms of manifesting, it's similar to, I think, how you explain intuition to me in that you start with little tiny things and then you're like, oh, So it's like, first off, if you can manifest a dollar, you can manifest a million. It's just our belief system that gets in the way of whether that's possible or not. I have not manifested a million. So my belief system is not there yet. (laughs) So there's like, you know, there's no judgment there. It's just kind of like play with it with fun, a game of like, if you find a nickel or a quarter and you're like, oh, I just brought in money. Wouldn't that be funny if I like brought in more money today? And then you find another loony or you find a $20 bill or $3,000 comes into your life. The larger amounts of money are only to do with what we think is possible. So it's like truly just what our mind 
blocks or thinks isn't possible because we haven't seen it very often. And so that's like one of my like passions of life is to help people see abundance in so many different ways that money doesn't have to be a thing because money can be so triggering for people too, right? Of like, oh, she's talking about money again, shut the hell up. And it's like, yeah, but like it's abundance. Like you, when you get triggered by me saying something about money or like talking about how much money I earned or how much money somebody else earned or anything like that, that just means you put a lot of value on it. I don't put as much value on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you think like it's that detachment that creates like a powerful engine, I guess, for your manifestation machine sort of thing? hundred percent. Like, so I'm starting a hyper mind next week for three weeks on focus it's called. And it's just about learning to, cause we have to get specific and we have to get detailed of what it is we want in our life. And it's not just around money. It's about anything that we want to manifest in our life, but we so we have to get so detailed and we have to get so attached, but then we have to completely detach from it. And that's, I think where the tricky part is for a lot of people. Sometimes they'll get, or for myself, especially, I really got obsessive about, okay, I just got to focus on it. If I focus on it enough and I'm like high vibe and enough, then it will come to me. And it's like, well, no, cause you have now attached to the outcome of it. So it doesn't quite work that way. Mm-hmm. And it really is about being able to attach to it in moments at a different plan, like in the 5D as opposed to the 3D and then letting go of that and allowing it just to come in. Okay, I'm hearing the question that I would be yeah, like yeah. asking in my head if I was listening to this podcast, which is, okay, that's a really nice concept and I can like see where you're going with that, but how do I detach from something I want? Like, you know what I mean? There's always, it's like, how do I want it enough to want it and want it enough to manifest it and then like let it like let it go it's like it sort of seems like a paradox right it's already gone it's already done it's already happening if you want it and if we lived in like oh cool I want that so it's going to come into my life and we didn't attach time and money onto it because that's where we like stop ourselves because we're so used to living in this 3d world that we're like but I want it by X or I want it in this amount of form like I see this so many people with so many of my business clients where they're like but, but I wanted a five figure month from my business. And I'm like, well, you finally like opened a little bit. So it came in somewhere else. You really just wanted the five figures or whatever it is that they're going for at that time. So Mm -hmm. celebrate that. Whereas like often I will see somebody will have a big month. Like I had a client last year hit 30 K and then was like, (gasps) done. That was too crazy. Will not bring any more money into my life because that was like, because most of us like haven't dabbled in that amount of money. I hadn't either. I wanted to believe that was possible and true. Um, did I answer that question? I feel like I went on a tangent there now and I can't even remember the original question. No, I like your tangent and I have like a thing. I have an analogy that I would like to share because I think it wraps it up. So maybe it'll analogy. like re reinvigorate your, your thread that you might've digressed from. So 
Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Her name's Casey Redpath. And I'm mentioning her because she's a like an amazing intuitive. And I would I like, love Casey. <laughs> I would love for people to like go follow her. And definitely if you have the means, like get a reading, she's phenomenal. But she and I were talking and she actually posted this on, I think, TikTok or something to that effect. So I'm going to borrow this from her. But she basically said, um, and it was in regards to maybe manifesting or, or just the concept. I can't quite remember, but she was like, when you call and she kind of like went old school, like not on the apps where they track now, like skip the dishes, tells you exactly when things are coming. But she's like, when you used to call an order of pizza, you'd call an order the pizza, you'd hang up the phone and you just knew the pizza was coming. Like you didn't, you didn't just, you didn't sit there hoping the pizza would come. You didn't sit there like thinking, well, I hope it comes at exactly 639 because that would be ideal for my family and the peak hunger of the house. Like you just were like, well, the pizza's coming. The pizza's going to come when the pizza's right. going to come. And I felt like with what you just kind of described for like detaching and all that stuff, that that might be just like an, a good, um, simple, like analogy to kind of break that down is, is, um, it's not that you don't want the, you want the pizza. Of course you want the pizza. You're hungry. You ordered the fucking pizza. We want the pizza, <laughs> Yes, but it's also, we place the order, hang up the phone, and then we just know the pizza's coming. And I think that that's okay. So then let's talk about that. That's the part that I think most of us get flawed in, in our manifestations is we hang up the phone and then go, well, I really hope that pizza comes. Like, I don't think we're like hanging up the no, phone going, like, I know that analogy. Here's what happens. I'm picking up my phone. <laughs> I'd like a pizza ordered, put the phone down, pick up the phone two minutes later. Actually, I want a Caesar salad. Hang up the phone. Actually back to the pizza. Actually, oh, Caesar <laughs> salad and dry ribs. Oh. Oh, I forgot to include that. I also want chicken wings. Oh, 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 I don't actually feel worthy of the pizza. So I probably shouldn't eat the pizza because like, I actually shouldn't eat pizza because like, it's not the good time of the month to eat pizza. Da, 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 da. Hang up the phone again. Like we call the universe like 62,000 times and we're like, why isn't it coming? And the universe is like, make up your damn mind. Do you just want the pepperoni pizza? Like we keep recalibrating to this. Yeah, we have to make your order new every time you call back. Every single time you change the order, I got to start over. And so I'm like bringing in all of these things. And I find too, when people start to kind of dream bigger or like allow themselves to actually feel desires that they like truly want, because that's the other thing that like C blocks a whole bunch of it is that if we tell ourselves, and I did this so long with money, I wanted money to pay off debt. I wanted money to feel safe and secure. I wanted, I knew how I wanted to earn it. I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to be part of a global shift. Like I had some pretty big um, service spaces in my heart. Like it felt so good and I couldn't understand why it wasn't coming. But the biggest piece was that I was worried about how I was going to do it. I was worried about how people would perceive that. I was worried, like there's so much conditioning that comes up in there that we don't necessarily recognize even as conditioning. Like, you know, even judging somebody else for their money. Money, you're not saying I'm open to money if you're like out there going, look at their new Lexus or whatever it is. If you're judging somebody else for money, you're not saying to the universe, I want money. Yeah, you're you're almost like saying, 
I judge people with money. Therefore I would judge myself if I had money. Okay. This is a really good segue. And because I'm, I know we're on our time budget here. I just want to make sure I'm like kind of getting in the nitty gritty and stuff. So then my, my follow-up in that is like, well, okay. So you know, we're on this journey of self-awareness. Um, we're recognizing like, I do need to just trust the pizza's like gonna show up and not hope for it to show up that it like is in fact going to come to my door. Um, but my, my questions are how, cause this is actually the part that I feel like is like the tricky part. So there's the one thing about overcoming those blatant limiting beliefs. Like it's like, okay, yes, I really am ready. Like you kind of like get into that space. Maybe you even deal with some limiting beliefs. You like look at those old patterns or how your family might've influenced. Like maybe your parents were really judgmental about people with a new Lexus. So then that you were like, oh yes, I see myself judging people with money. I'm going to stop doing that. So we recognize some of those more blatant behaviors, but I feel like there are like daily habits and ways that we interact with money and it, it's very, very subtle. And so how do we, cause I feel like that influences money. So here's my theory on this. And again, like just bounce with this as, as it fits, but is I could win the lottery tomorrow, AKA I could manifest, order my pizza. It gets served up. I get that million dollars and then still somehow be broke because if I don't change, yeah, it happens a lot, right? If I don't change that, that my daily interactions with money, I'm going to reposition myself in the exact same place. So my question is basically, how do I get to those? Like, how do I get to those little daily belief systems that are operating so subtly or so ingrained that even with like an applied self-awareness, I still can't excavate them. Or do I need to like come to a course? (laughs) It's like, it is fairly in depth, I think for a lot of people Uh, and everybody is just like, it's so circumstantial to how we grew up in our, uh, I even believe it's in our DNA coding, like all of this. Um, But the simple answer that's coming through to share right now is like, buy the strawberries. If you want the strawberries, it doesn't matter how much the strawberries are, you buy the strawberries, whatever it is in your life, you start to recognize where you are not allowing yourself to live into the desire of what you actually want. And so it's a little bit of like fakery for yourself, which I don't like. And I had a hard time with in the beginning because I would like, I loved the idea of having, I'll use like an example of like, if I'm going to invest with a mentor for my own self right now, it's minimum $15,000 US minimum for anybody that I would contemplate working with. Uh, Some of them are 50,000. There was another one the other day that was like 96,000. I was like, holy shit. You know, like that blows my mind still of like money. So I wouldn't stop myself just because I don't have the 15,000 in my bank account right now from working with that mentor. I would make my deposit and then I would lean in. I'm not like suggesting for people to like go above their means by any means. And that's why I mean the buy the strawberries. If you want the strawberries, like start with smaller things so that you can believe that the money is available to you. Like when we started to eat really healthy, we started to spend a lot more on groceries. I wouldn't have said we had that in our budget. But because health was our top priority, it became available for us. Doesn't matter if we, like, if you want more in your life, 
you have to be able to take the step. Like yesterday I put my uh, Insta stories, you got to draw a line in the sand and step over it and be like, I'm not going back. I'm just not. And so whether that's like I'm buying the $12 strawberries or that's I'm spending the $15,000 on the mentor or I'm buying the house. We do this with a house all the time. And it's so interesting to me because we don't have any shame or guilt around a mortgage mm-hmm. because we have been taught that that is normal. That is mm-hmm. fine. It doesn't matter if you have a $600,000 mortgage. If the bank says you are approved, <laughs> you are able to do it. Whereas I want you to look at yourself as like the bank of like, I am approved to do whatever feels really good to me. If that feels good to you. If you're doing it for somebody else again, if you're going into those shoulds, then like chaos theory comes in for it for sure. And usually shit will hit the fan at some point with it. But it's really just like learning to trust yourself on these little things of just playing the game of like, "Mm, I'm going to spend $30 on this today. Wouldn't that be crazy if $30 came back into my life? Like I host this thing called 7K in seven days and we do an exercise where we break out all the places money could come from because often we're thinking of all the places we have to spend money on our expenses and all our, um, you know, when you have kids, you have that kind of stuff. You have all sorts of different things that come into your life and you're so focused on spending that you're not focused on receiving it all. And so just flipping that switch for a lot of people can change a lot of money. (laughs) The other um, conversation I had with Casey, I wonder if I can like keep this concise because we it was like kind of a lengthy one but was um so she did this manifestation around uh a key and it's just a very simple random item right that does not cost any money and she you know the manifestation was sitting down and and you know i don't know it was like a meditation but visualizing all the various ways that a key could come to you blah 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 so she did and she what the key would look like and all this stuff anyways you know cut to two days later so sure enough she sees a key And she's like, I did not, she's like, of all the places that I imagined being able to see that key or receive that key, that was not on the list. And for me, her, just her sharing that story, I was like, that's another way I think we can get away in the way of manifestations is by limiting the pathways that it could come through. That's the detachment piece. Right. Like, cause I was like, well, it was just a key. So there's no, like, there's no skin in the game, right? Like there's no like, Oh, or there's no limiting beliefs around manifesting a key. Right. Cause it's just a key. Um, and so I loved that that just broke open like possibilities of ways that things can come in. And I think that if we manifest like too acutely, cause I actually think that that's a flawed manifestation system too. Like, I don't know if you, I, I watch a lot of videos and there's that's like not manifestation that's just forcing shit in your life. Right. There's just some, some that feel icky, but some of them are like, yeah, get it down to every like minute detail. And I'm like, but I'm a human being with kind of like bias and limited imagination. Like it's just, and that's just my design, but the universe is infinite and unlimited. So why wouldn't you kind of just place it in there and kind of go, yeah, you're limiting it. Now I will tell clients often to get into detail if it excites them. Right. Because then they're going into that frequency of the excitement towards receiving it and not getting attached to the detail. Whereas like uh, me manifesting the house that we live in right now is a prime example of that. I was just thinking about it uh, a couple of days ago for this focus hypermind in that I was really focused on a fireplace. I was really focused on four bedrooms. I was really focused on at least three bathrooms. There were a gr- attached garage. There was like certain things that I was super focused on. Now, when I was visualizing it, I was thinking of a certain house, not this house, but I was open to the possibility of 
that or better. Mm -hmm. It's always that or better. And so it's not about getting into the details if that's work and that's like hard and it feels kind of, you can't go into the details of it then. It has to be something that's exciting. Yeah, I like that. And then you've, I'm sure you've heard a lot, like the other thing I'm really resonating with as far as manifesting goes is instead of manifesting an item or a thing or an amount, a sum, I'm manifesting what I feel that sum will actually make me feel in my body. Like kind of going like, what's the end result? Is that what you just said? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So kind of like, it's just kind of going like, I kind of just start asking myself why. So it's like, well, I I really wish I had $10,000 or like, whatever. Why, why do you want that? Well, like, what would you do with it? And sometimes like, especially if the answer is delayed, I kind of go, Oh, I don't think you can manifest that without actually having some like substance here. So you don't have go... emotional attachment to it in a positive. <laughs> yeah. So then, then that why makes, then I get that, like it fuels excitement. Oh, if I had it, here's what I do. And then it's like, Oh, here's how it would feel like in my body. Maybe I'd feel like joy or freedom or relief or whatever. But then I like revel in those feelings. And I'm finding that that's a really powerful way for me to manifest uh, or fee- it just fee- resonates. Like, let's just say it resonates because yeah, it does. It just, it's just like, this feels nice. This feels good. I like this in my body and this feels like a really good way versus like getting those really precise, like, well, I want to live here or be this or do this or have this much money. It's like, do you, or like, would exactly. you, you know, like, would, if it, if you just had like this lifestyle, but this, you know, maybe your job was like that, wouldn't, would that be cool? I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be really cool. I'd really like that. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing is like, so many people will think that they like want money, but it's actually just the freedom and safety and security that they desire, not the actual dollars in lots of sense, uh, for a lot of people, because, and it depends on what the circumstances, but like, if you wanted money towards a car, you don't, actually care about the money you just want the car so focus on how you'll feel when you drive the car in this safe and secure car that feels really good or really fun or really happy to you or you know like if you were going to a minivan and you really wanted that how are you going to feel in there and then be open to receiving the van or the cash to purchase the van or whatever that looks like this is really fascinating because neither of us own vans and I have never (laughs) I don't know about you but that's what came through to share If there's somebody manifesting a van right now listening to this, please let us know. That would really entertain me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so do you have any, you kind of mentioned one, um, but do you have any workshops coming up or uh, like, I'd like you to just list your website again, just so that anyone curious. I like to- of my website and it feels so good. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Then how, how, what, um, what's the best way for me to find you? Instagram stories. It's where I just put everything now. Um, I'll drop sales links in there more often. I constantly have stuff going on right now. I really decided that like the last six months in this, like, I'm going to give it like a good year. I'll know when it's over. Actually, there's no time limit on it. I'm just like, whatever freaking feels good is what I'm putting out there. And so I've done it. I have 24 different masterclasses and mini programs coming up in the next six months. Oh my gosh. I love this. Okay. That's wonderful. So, and these are listed, like I can find them easily on Instagram where. No, I just do them as I go where I'm like, "Mm, this is what's going on right now. Mm, Okay. So best, best pathway is to just follow at I am Jen Anderson. Is it Jen? 
not Jennifer, right? Okay. I am Jen Anderson on Instagram. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Well, let's do a part two because I feel like, and, and I feel like this was a good taste tester. Survey. I feel like you're going to have questions and Absolutely. If anybody has questions, send us your questions and we'll put it in part two. Like, yes. I think that that's like a wonderful, a wonderful way to do this. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the spiritual boss podcast. Um, as we have stated many and multiple times, we do love and appreciate your feedback. So if you want to ask us questions, if you want to give us some comments, um, please feel welcome to get in touch. So I just gave you Jen's, um, handle. You can, you can probably message her directly. Um, we also have at, uh, the spiritual boss podcast on Instagram, and then you can email us at uh, spiritual boss podcast at gmail.com. Peace in, peace out.